What's up, travelers? What's up, babies? My name's Theo. My name's Sayla. Welcome to our School Bus Cast, episode 23. Seriously, thank you guys all for watching so many of these episodes, especially the people on Patreon. Seriously, you are a real one, and... We, we couldn't do what we do without you. Yeah, we really, we really couldn't. Or at least we wouldn't make any money. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really grateful for you guys. But um, seriously, welcome to episode 23, uh, Getting Lucky. Yeah, getting really lucky. <laughs> what does it mean to get lucky, Sayla? really depends on the context that you're talking about. Sexually getting lucky. That's true. Financially getting lucky. Socially getting lucky. Scoring, like, winning raffle tickets type lucky. So, There's it, a lot of different it applies in a lot of different ways and manners. So, I think the reason we came up with this title was we were talking about how so many people look at our lifestyle and they kind of chalk up the fact that they'll never do what we do, even though they want to because they see us as lucky and they see themselves as unlucky. But from a very young age, I, I remember, at, I had to have been like in sixth or seventh grade, I remember knowing that calling myself lucky opened the door to more lucky opportunities. See, I don't think mine was like a conscious thought of calling myself lucky made me lucky. Really? However, I did call myself lucky and I f- was very lucky. I won every raffle at school. I like, got my name drawn for so many things. I would get picked out of crowds at concerts. Really? Like, that was just a regular part of my life. And I think that you're right. Calling myself lucky and manifesting that in my reality is a big reason why Dang. it you, was so much of it. You really do be getting called out in crowds. Yeah. Diplo. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> you name one person. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. So, yeah, I guess circling back to the fact that people have this mindset of that they're not able to do things because people who do those things are considered lucky. It's like the easiest cop out to be like, oh, well, I can't do this because of this excuse. And that's all it is. It's an excuse saying that's like allowing you to justify in your head why you don't have to put effort into that. And what my buddy George taught me, which has always stuck with me from the moment he said it, was that luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And if you think about it, like, so I'm sure we could all think of a hundred opportunities that came across our table and because we were prepared for it, we were able to jump on it and have that be the the opportunity that led to great like decisions and opportunities afterwards or opportunities that came across our table. Like for me, the perfect example is before I lived in a school bus, I would see advertisements for like the perfect school bus for $3,500. And that is a great price to pay for a school bus. And I would sit there with $600 in my bank account and be like, dang, like I'm missing out on this right now because I don't have that 3,500. But if I had it, that would have been the start of my van life thing. And I would have started and experienced all the benefits that come with van life so much earlier. But I think at the same time, it also comes exactly when you need it. Like you said, luck is when like opportunity meets preparation Mm -hmm. and you had to be prepared for that experience. If you had started that, with that perfect bus that you saw advertised that's true. six months earlier, you might have crashed and burned. That's true. Yeah, I might not have had the exact amount of experiences that led up to me being here right now today. The happiest I've ever been. I is think that is insane. But yeah, like really just preparing yourself for every opportunity, especially like preparing yourself financially, having a couple K in the bank to just sit on not even though because let's let's really get into that neither one of us had a couple k in the bank when we started traveling yeah neither not, one of us had that i'm not gonna lie this is the first time i've had a couple k in the bank in like ever s- 
<laughs> like five years. Yeah. Yeah, and like that money five years ago came from, like, my great grandma's college fund that I was supposed to spend on college. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, I, for the entire, like, first two years of me road tripping full time, that was fully supported on me going between zero and five hundred dollars in my bank account. And like I would, get, I would get 500 and then I'd like spend it down and then I'd get 500 more or so. $100 here, 60 bucks here. I remember like, and I would look at anything as an, an uh, I don't know how you'd say this. I would look at all opportunities on levels of $60. And I'd be like, all right, if I do this, I get $120. That's two $60 increments. That's two tanks of gas. Did you say $100 is $260? No, $120. I said, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like seeing $120 as a potential for like 500 to 1,000 miles of travel. Can you guys tell Theo dropped out of college? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Dude, yeah. I think that, again, just like piggybacking on my own statement of if you had started that opportunity sooner rather than later, it would have changed where you are right now. For sure. Is I had a dream about this the other night, and I was with my mom, and like the powers at B that were in my dream gave me the opportunity to go look at my life again and then pick one thing that I could have changed. And I went back to being abused whenever I was a child and was like, I want out of this situation sooner. And it changed my entire life. It changed the entire breakdown and makeup. Mm. And at the end of it, since I still knew everything that happened in this life, I wanted to go back. I wanted to fix that. I wanted to change that. And that wasn't an option anymore. And so really learning that everything that's going on in your life, everything that's happening to you, like no matter what stage that you're in right now, because life is a roller coaster, whether you're at a high or a low, yeah. like appreciating those lows because every time you've gone through a low it's gotten you to a high and wow. so i know that that's really hard to see in the moment and really hard to experience and go through but when you're in those lows like you have something to look forward to i kind of want to break that down farther what what about the future was changed in your vision dream like were you still doing social media i wasn't doing social media were you i didn't know you no school bus no school bus. Were you traveling as much? I was traveling. Yeah. Just, like, by myself. I was, like, going... I was just, like, flying all around Europe and, like, Ooh. doing what I was doing alone before I met you. Yeah, I see that. But just eternally by myself. Huh. And that oh. wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I, I do love life on my own as well. But I love this experience. It is the happiest that I've ever been being, like, traveling with you and existing with you. Yeah. Well... That's awesome. Don't let your head blow up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. Wow, so I'm really glad you had that dream. It was very insightful. It made me really grateful to be exactly where I am right now. Yeah. Again, like, I've been through a lot of rough stuff in my life and a lot of really gnarly lows, like hitting rock bottom, thinking that was as bad as it can get, and this deeper. is as low as it goes. Yeah. And then realizing there are so many layers to that. Like, someone can just knock the ground even further out from underneath you. And um, it's hard, too, when you, you just think it's bad experience after bad experience. And I know so many people that struggle with depression sit in that. And they're like, well, things never get better. Things just keep getting worse. That's also, I, as much as I hate to say this, and I know that this is going to, like, feel like I'm coming at a lot of people, it's your fault. Yeah, everything is your fault. Everything's your fault. And it's not when you're a kid. I will totally give you that. Like, until... I was 18 years old. My circumstances were not my responsibility. Being in foster care was not my fault. Like, being in an abusive household was not my fault. That, there's nothing that I could have done about those things as a kid. Yeah. But the second I turned 18 and I went to college and I was on my own, every shitty situation that I ended up in was 
100% my responsibility. And I went from that mentality of being the luckiest kid that existed to the whole world is against me. Um, oh, my God, I have to take care of everything myself. Like, I remember just completely messing up my refund my freshman year of college, sitting in my dorm room, just sobbing, not knowing what to do with myself, and just wishing I had someone to call and take care of it for me, jealous of every other kid in school that they had parents, that if something went wrong, oh, yeah. they could just call somebody. I feel that. Do you? <laughs> I meant financially. Like, like so many of my friends, if they got into a tough situation or couldn't pay rent, it would just be like, oh. I'll call oh, my mom. Yeah, or it's like, like, we're all going out, and, like, these dudes don't ever have to work, and I'm, like, busting my ass working two jobs 80 hours a week, and, like, they're like, oh, well, I'll just ask my mom to reload my card. It's like, wow, that's... That's a blessing. It really is. So definitely, if you're in that circumstance right now, be extremely grateful and thankful for what you have, because... Yeah, that was so crazy, it. like, seeing those kinds of kids, too, like, yeah. in college and in high school, just being, like, calling their parents by their first names, or just everything being an expectation and just no gratitude in their heart yeah dude it it is int- do you remember the moment whenever you found out like holy shit like like this is what rich people are like yes. or, like very <laughs> very rich people like the first time you go over to a friend's house and they have just like a massive house and super expensive things and uh you're just like oh wow they just their family makes a lot more money than my family yeah the, well even then like my foster parents like Showing up to their house, going into, like, a three-story home and, like, being like, uh, holy shit, they have money. And then a couple weeks later, becoming friends with this kid. I'll call him D. Like, becoming friends with this kid, D, going to his house. And he was like, he was like, we're in the East Wing right now. And I was like, the East Wing? Yeah. What? And he was like, he was like, the movie theater's on the west side. We have to walk over there. Oh, my God. my jaw hitting the floor and being like. And it's like a wall. I was like, your house is the whole street? Like. <laughs> That's uh, an option for people. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> or like people whose like families have multiple houses. Yeah, yeah. That's how my foster family is now. Like they have a lake house and they have a beach house and they have mm-hmm. their house and like it's it's what you choose to do with your money. Theo and I, every time we like think about or like hear other people talking about like what they're gonna spend all their money on, and we're like, you know, how many school buses you could buy. Oh, dude, yeah. That was another thing. Every increment of five hundred dollars was a school bus. So it's like someone dropping, like, dude, like kids 19 20 years old making a little bit of money and then going and taking a loan out or like making 500 hundred dollar payments on a car every single month and it's like in 12 months you could have had 12 school buses <laughs> i don't know what you do with 12 school buses but like still oh dude regardless we'll like we'll talk we about to- <laughs> people getting million dollar houses and we're like how many school buses do you yeah do you dude oh my god <laughs> sitting there counting on our fingers and toes Dude, yeah, and it's like, if I had a million dollars, I would not put it onto a house, a building to sleep in. I don't want anything. That's another thing, is I know a lot of people think about situations or opportunities that they're presented and have to say no because of the circumstances they've placed themselves in. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, especially. Oh, well, I can't yeah. do what you can do because mm-hmm. I have a lease. Yeah, oh, yo, dude, the biggest one is like, yeah, I just, I don't have enough money or I don't make enough money, but you... $11 a day goes towards cigarettes. $10 a day goes towards marijuana. That in just a week is like a couple hundred bucks saved. Like your car payments, 250 bucks a month. Yep. Your phone bill is another 200 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Like your car insurance is another 150 bucks a month. Dude, the like it is, all adds up. They just don't know that you don't have to make a car payment. They just see that their parents make car payments and they're like, oh yeah, that's just what you do. Once you need a car, you go to the dealership, you pick the one that you like and then you just pay whatever the payment is. And it's ever. like, you could literally go on Craigslist and buy a very, very nice car for 
for thirty-five to five thousand dollars. Or just like going and buying a house, and then having a mortgage forever. Uh, no, forever. Dude, those are those are thirty-year contracts. Who are you as an eighteen? to 30 year old to be like i know what i'm gonna spend my money on for 30 years i know that i want to live in this place for 30 years yeah dude i can't even imagine five years from now where we're gonna be do you think we'll be in the bus mm-hmm. i think the bus will be I an think option we'll have the bus yeah i think the bus will always be something to come back to i think that dude think about it we were in your bus for what eight months and yeah. then we're like let's get a bigger bus yeah we could be in this bus and be like then again, this bus is a lot of space. Yeah, we still... Have, this is kind of perfect. We still haven't made the Drawers on this side. There's three the cabinets slots. up here. There's three slots here that we could make three or four drawers in each of them. And we just have no motivation to do it because, like... Because it's already... We already have what so we much need storage. is done. Yeah, and then we were thinking about putting, like, some overhead space. And, yeah, we have, we have our storage shit pretty sorted out right now. We are minimalist. And that is another huge thing yeah. that comes with just, like, accepting life to be as it may like yeah. like everything comes and everything goes and so many people are caught up in material possessions i went on an influencer trip was hanging out with all these people and they were talking about how they spend like 10k a day yeah. and I, I the circle gets around to me and they're like say how much money do you think you spend i was like dude i probably spend 2k a month yeah maybe that's like and that's with, with all me the buying travel. all my flights and yeah. like my gas and everything combined i probably spend like two to three grand a month and then I invest money in, like, crypto and stuff, like, yeah. maybe two or three grand a month. Dude, I guarantee you there's not a single thing in the school bus that wasn't given to us that you would consider to be something that people wear to show off to other people. Like, there's nothing in here that's, like, oh, like, a super nice Gucci wallet or Nothing sweater. name brand. Yeah, there's... <laughs> just, that's there's really not. We have like, a list of rules. We have a really nice cooler, but that was, that given, was given to us. The Jackery, the solar panels given to us. Um, Everybody that, like, gets their vans and then, like, builds out a sink and puts in a stove. Kind of unnecessary. Yeah. I get the appeal. I'm not going to lie. Would I, I like don't. to regularly make salmon? Yes. Could I still do that? Yes, I'm just lazy. Yeah. And that's me making excuses. So, like, excuses don't die off just because, like, we're like we're not saying that we're, like, higher than anybody else in any way because we choose a minimalistic lifestyle. Yeah. It's just, like... Because, like, we have our... Now we just have different excuses. We have different things that we come up with. I'm not saying that we're better. I just think that we're... I think, to me, on my level of the way that I see direction, I see that as more mature. And Because I think spending your money on things to impress other people is immature. Because it's caring about what other people think. I'll give you that. That is... Yeah, that's such a thing. Is like hanging out with people and they're like well we're going to this thing tonight so i have to go buy this name brand clothing thing and it's god you could get that anywhere for so cheap absolutely like Like, you don't have to wear gucci to be cool but when you're hanging out with all those people that is what's expected of you you become the five people that you hang yourself you hang around not you hang yourself with (laughs) (laughs) yeah what do you think is the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you oh getting arrested and I know that sounds, like, super tough, especially right now, because, like, um, I did 50 hours of community service hosting a cleanup event, like, documented all the, the hours for it and everything, sent it in, and then the state of Texas denied that as legitimate community service hours. So now now I'm technically 50 hours behind, and so I have to go make up all those 50 hours, and then I have a court date that's going to be, like, a, what's it called? A something hearing 
compliance. A compliance hearing for not doing those hours that they didn't accept. But they were submitted. They just denied them. Yeah, so, like, Texas is going, throwing the book at me and going very hard on me. And there's even, like, an employee right now watching my video. And I've found that, especially whenever I got out of jail, I absolutely was so mad at every single person that works for the state of Texas in that department because they're just being so hard on me. But then I realized when we were doing this like Wim Hof breathing ceremony that if, if there's any person that I need to love and forgive in this world, it's those people because if I were any of those girls or the judge or the prosecutors uh, and I lived their life, I would be just like them and that would be my existence. So. Also hate only affects you. Yeah. But like the people that you feel like poorly towards it only don't takes feel out that you. ever like that you can hate them you yeah. can scream at them you can yell at them like you can feel any type of way against like your bullies against the people that mess with you yeah. but they're not gonna feel that that only ever that uh, only hurts you and so i would say that's the reason i'm the most lucky is because that caused a huge chain reaction and series of events that led to the fact that i met sayla and then i met sayla at just the right time where i was traveling alone and she like was living in our car we immediately clicked and we're just like absolutely the tightest homies went on a couple road trips together and she's been like sticking out with me this whole time through all of this like probation um system stuff i have to go through i don't want to talk bad about it because i know <laughs> it's just gonna get me in more trouble later yeah what's the luckiest thing that ever happened to you me oh stop it (laughs) he wants me to pick a domino effect that leads to him Mm. which makes me really want to pick a domino effect it doesn't yeah (laughs) Uh, but they all do anything that's ever happened to me has led to you i think oh you're so cute oh stop (laughs) i think (laughs) i'm waiting to see how breaking my leg is a lucky thing yeah it's gonna come around nice i'm i'm waiting to see the domino effects from this one dude i'm telling you i can see the future it's that you're gonna get literally off surgery and then you're gonna have amazing painkillers and then a couple days later you're gonna have this 16 to 24 hour tattoo ceremony or it's not ceremony it was ceremony what is it uh appointment yeah what do you mean so you're gonna spend 16 to 24 hours already on painkillers and you're gonna tough it out and have the whole thing done i'm so scared about this leg sleeve that's gonna be nuts um i'm super stoked what uh what's your song of the week my song of the week. That's a really good question. Probably Blue Bonnets. What's Blue Bonnets? How does that one go? I don't remember. I just know it's my song of the week. In my head, I have very good vibes associated with it. Well said. My song of the week is Without You by Kid Leroy. Oh. Yeah. Dude, oh. we were at this concert, and uh, it was like a huge EDM concert. And halfway through, just on, we just happened to be at this one stage. Had no idea who the artist was. And... Uh, Kid Leroy came out. Dude, we thought it was Justin Bieber at first. <laughs> you they, thought it was Justin Bieber. We played Stay, and we were like, oh, what? And I couldn't remember which parts this guy was, like, singing over the song. He and was then, singing the whole thing, though. He was yeah. singing Justin Bieber's part and his. Oh, yeah. And so that led me to believe that it was, it was the DJ. I was like... Oh, really? I was like, no, it's just the DJ. Oh, dude, yeah. So then, uh, basically, like, afterwards, this little kid starts talking in an Australian accent. We're like, that's Kid Leroy. And then he sings Without You, which is, like, Sailor Knight's favorite song in the entire world, so... Oh, dude, it was such a good vibe. We were just scream singing it in the back at this concert. And our buddy Ye is sitting there recording yeah. us going, this is such a big moment for the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Theo and I were like, what? <laughs> what up? Who's your homie, Louis? 
Oh, goodness. Hmm. Honestly, I just brought them up, but Brianna, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. What a homie. I've realized recently that I see them traveling, like, as so much, much as I see Theo. You guys literally meet up in the awesomest places. Hawaii, Greece, Tennessee, California, Vegas. I've seen Yay in so many places. They just happen to always, like, bump into each other. And I love it. Um, My homie of the week is someone who's been your homie for a long time, and I feel like just this week I've got pretty tight with them, and it's Alex. And really just like a genuine awesome guy that i really enjoy his company and like i, I yeah i just really like him a lot what is your uh skill of the week, skill of the week that you're working on uh ending my chalk addiction no way yeah you're working on it yeah when was the last time you had chalk this morning <laughs> this morning yeah but within the past 30 minutes yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what you don't understand though is that i'm rationing it out yeah. So, like, a stick of chalk a day. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, have to go cold turkey and have all the horrible withdrawals. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but, like, what you don't understand is that I'm on my last, like, five sticks of chalk. Yeah? And then I'm out. You know what? How's about in the honor of the podcast, we just throw them all away right no, now? No, I need them. Dude, imagine. Imagine you're, like, you're such a woman, you're worried that you're, like, you know what? I'm going to stop this. <laughs> and in front of the podcast, in front of everybody, you're, like, you know what? I will take these sticks of chalk and I will throw them in the trash. They're inside. Oh, okay. But I got you. My skill of the week is not only preventing my best friend from eating chalk, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, Which you do a horrible job of. Yeah. But running around music festivals and talking to people. That's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, really? Yeah, I had a great time. <laughs> um, all right, guys. I hope this answered... I hope this was, like, a little bit official, because this is definitely a lot of stuff that I wish I knew when I was a kid. So... Being lucky is a mindset. It is a mindset. Like, start today and be like, I am lucky. And you will change the outcome of, of your... You'll change your luck. 100%. All right, guys. Peace out.